When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh yeah, good afternoon everybody, this is indeed the Michael K Show, one more day in January after this is January 30th, 2024, Michael, Don and Peter with you, hope you're all having a great day, we're going to have a great show, we'll talk to Frank Isola a little bit later oh, on yeah. in the 4 o'clock hour, that's the favorite of Peter, Peter wants to have on Isola every day, that's how highly he Big Isola guy. But we have, you know, we have to pick pick our pick our poison or pick our time, and we pick today. Um, we're going to start off with the Knicks. The Knicks have been unbelievable. They've won 13 games this month. They have a game tonight against the Jazz. Now the Jazz got slapped around by the the Nets last night. The Nets with uh, Ben Simmons, by the way, who almost had a triple double in his first game since November. Uh, but the Knicks, even without Randall, even without Ananobi. They completely destroyed Charlotte. Charlotte's bad, 113-92, and Brunson is, is, is a revelation. Brunson is a guy that if you take a look at what he's doing right now, he might be the best Nick since Patrick Ewing. And people go, oh, better than Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, I believe he's better than Carmelo Anthony because of the fact he makes people around him better. Carmelo didn't even want to play with Jeremy Lin, and I love Carmelo Anthony. I thought he was a really good player. I think that Brunson might be better for what the Knicks are doing and how much of an impact he's had on the team. The Knicks had that one good year with Carmelo. He did not make everybody else rise up. Brunson has changed the way this team is looked at, and I just think that he's an amazing player and no Randall, no Ananobi, no problem. They still win because Brunson was brilliant again, guys. He's he's unbelievable. Yeah, they're just taking care of business. Now, it's a terrible team. Just 10 wins the Hornets have. Uh, and it's going to be a bad team tonight against Utah. But it doesn't matter because you want to try to now get that three seed, which is possible. <clears throat> With MB banged up, I mean, the Knicks right now are just a half game back of the Sixers for the three seed. And have more wins. They won back in the loss column. Yeah, I mean, they're essentially tied. It's percentage yeah. points, right? It's 29-16, the Sixers. The Knicks are 30-17. and 17. Right, so it's a 644 winning percentage to a 638 winning percentage. The Knicks have won seven straight. The Sixers have lost three in a row because of the Embiid situation. Now, do I think the Sixers are better? Well, I, probably, but the Knicks took care of business with Embiid in the lineup a couple of weeks ago. And the Knicks aren't going to throw back a, a three seed because Embiid was banged up. I mean, there's still a lot to prove here, Michael, but they've got injuries. It doesn't look like you're going to get Randall back until after the All-Star break, but you, these are winnable games, and they continue to prove that they're a really good basketball team, and Brunson continues to prove that he's a flat-out star. Seven-game winning streak, and in that winning streak, they've essentially beaten the opponents by an average of 18 points per game during that span. So they're 13-2 and two in January. I mean, that is championship-level performance. And they have a game tonight. They have not won 14 games in a calendar year, I think, since Month. 1993. So it's it's amazing what they're doing. Uh, 13 games in a calendar year. Month. It's the first time they've done that since 1995. And that's the. the oh, that's, did I keep saying year? It's, you sure do. Thank you, and you keep correcting me. I do. Month, month. Thank you. It's their first 13-win month since January of 95. If they win today, it would be their first 14-win month since 1994. There you go. And the one thing that 1994 team did was go to the NBA Finals. Right. Hello. So, I I thought about this a lot. If you look at what Leon Rose and Worldwide West took over, 
the Knicks were a laughing stock. What happened with Phil Jackson? I mean, we we call him the saboteur. Everything they did was wrong. Every coach they hired was bad. This guy came in, and he has made them relevant again. Has he been perfect? No. Some of the draft picks haven't been great. He didn't he didn't select Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. Everybody's going to make a mistake. Sure, Red Auerbach did too. But what this guy has done, he doesn't have a bad contract on um, on the team. And you can say, well, Evan Fournier is a bad contract. No. It's going to turn out getting you that next great player is because Evan Fournier is on that team. Right. Because they can use that big contract to actually match up with another team's money. So that's a great contract to have. And they've got all these draft picks as well. I just think it's so stupid and so short-sighted that the Knicks don't allow this guy to talk. He should be getting his flowers now. He should be soaking in all the love. The Knicks are really a good team. Are they going to win the NBA Finals this year? Probably not. Do they have an outside chance of doing it? Very outside. But when when's the last time that a Knicks team had even a very outside chance of maybe getting lucky and getting into the finals. They never had a team that good. This is probably the best team they've had since Carmelo's 50. The the, the 54 win Carmelo team, what was that? Mm 12-13. Lost in the second round. Um, There was a buzz around the team because they had won three of the four games against the Heat during the regular season. But I don't know. I, I lived through that one, Michael. We were on the air for that. It was exciting. This feels different. This feels more sustainable. And plus, it feels like the league's a lot more wide open than it was when LeBron James was in his prime with the Miami Heat. So even if you beat the Heat during the regular season, did you realistically think you were going to beat them in the best of seven series? So I think it's more exciting now than you'd have to go back to when they went to the conference final against the Pacers in 2000 or went to the final against the Spurs in 99. I mean, Michael, we're going back 25 years. And the no, numbers that you just mentioned with the best month since 95 or 94, I mean, we're, we're, we're statistically now we're going back that far. And we're not looking at this because, you know, we're not looking at, at, at this Nick team and saying that it's Chateaubriand because we've been used to eating Spam. Yeah, we have been used to eating Spam. But this team is legitimately good. They're workmanlike. It's not, it's not a gimmick that's making them um, be successful. It's not Jeremy Lin on this otherworldly run. It's smart basketball. They play good defense. They share the ball. And they seem like they really have a great camaraderie and really like each other. It's special. And it's out of nowhere. And I'm going to be the first one to tell you, I didn't, I didn't hate when they signed Brunson. I never envisioned this. Ever. He is the guy. We keep saying, well, they need that one superstar. He might be that guy. He might be that superstar. Maybe they need another piece to go along with him. But how many players are going to do what Brunson's done on the Knicks? I mean, he's been that good. So you lose Randall, and that's a huge blow. The one guy you can't lose is that guy. You lose Ananobi. Huge blow, because all of this greatness started when they made the trade. But the, the linchpin of the entire team... Is Jalen Brunson. He's the entire linchpin. Took over the game last night. He does everything for them. He's smart. He knows how to play the game. He plays angles. He's not a big guy by any stretch of the imagination. Charles Barkley said the other day that he's the smallest player, able to get off his shot so beautifully, he has to go all the way back to to Allen Iverson to come up with a player like that. The guy shoots 48% from the field, 42.4 from three points. Averages 35.6 minutes per game. Since he was shut down for two games with the calf injury, he's been a beast. It's 30 points every night. 30 points every night. I I really think if this was a different sport, Michael, there'd be a lot more buzz. Isn't that weird, though? It's such a basketball town. But it's, it's just that recent history tells you that they're not going to be good enough to win. But I look at it, the NBA's different now. You don't. I don't think you have those dominant teams. Is it the Celtics? Is it the Sixers? Is it the Bucks? Is it the Nuggets? I mean, does anybody believe the Minnesota Timberwolves are winning a title? So it's wide open. It's not the days of all right. Just sign up, Cleveland, Golden State. I I, I think that as they continue to play this way, guys, it becomes more and more believable 
than in a best of seven series, why can't they compete with the Celtics? Why can't they compete with the Bucks? Why can't they beat the Sixers? They'd be an underdog. It'd be really tough to do. But this sport usually does not kind of support the upsets like you do in the other three sports. But maybe the NBA is changing a bit. Nobody saw the Heat do what they did last year you know, in recent history, but they did it. So is it becoming more and more believable that a Nick team that's certainly not going to be as low a seed as the Heat were last year, why can't the Knicks finish third, Michael? Why can't they make a run to the conference final and maybe upset somebody? I, I, I would put the odds at pretty low, but maybe the NBA's starting to open up a little bit more to where the other sports honor the upsets. Happens in hockey all the time, certainly happens in football, and it certainly happens in baseball. Look at the World Series last year. Can basketball be heading in that direction? Well, they, they've got the, the team with the innards to do it. Whether they have enough the talent to do it, they, they, I think they've got the stomach to carry this off. They believe in themselves. And I think, I mean, you don't, 13-2, and two, man, a lot of teams don't do that. I mean, again, we, we've, we've just to tell, it's been almost 30 years since the Knicks did it. Now, the Knicks have had a 20-year run of horrendous basketball. But again, I give credit to Leon Rose and William Wesley. And I give credit to Dolan to hand it over to a guy who knows basketball. He tried before with Phil Jackson. That was was an abject failure and set the team back years. Years. Now you look at what they've done since Ananobi got here. They're first in wins, first in rebounds per game, first in points allowed per game, first in a field goal percentage allowed, second in three-point percentage allowed. The Knicks are a defensive beast in a league that doesn't play defense. I think the, the the Nets the other night, uh, when they when they beat the Nets in Brooklyn, that's the only team I think that scored over 100 points against them. Now, I do believe that they seem to be more engaged than maybe the other teams in the conference, and maybe the Knicks can take advantage of that. Like, Julius Randle missed his first game last night of the year. What other star players can say that? Oh, he's his, you know, he's his every night a durable right. player. And, and, and the Knicks are like that. The Knicks don't pull what the Nets pulled a couple of weeks ago, resting guy. They they go Never. out there engaged every single night because they understand and realize the importance of getting that home court advantage and being as high a seat as possible. So I guess the argument could be, well, are the uh, are the are the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Bucks as engaged every night as the Knicks are? Well, maybe not. But this, the Knicks can certainly take advantage of it. And if you see the way this team plays at the Garden, if those teams want to mess around. And not take care of business the way the Knicks have been taking care of business. They might have to play at the Garden in a big game instead of at home. And the Knicks take care of business to the to the level of going twenty and zero against teams under five hundred. Twenty and zero. If they could somehow get to five hundred, and they've been playing a lot better against good teams. If they can get to five hundred against good teams, they become as good as anybody. So, and if they could finish in the three spot, then your first round uh, is is an easier game. And then maybe you set up with an easier second round matchup to get yourself into the uh, the Eastern. Again, we're dreaming big. They still need another piece, I think. And you know, a lot of people talk about. Well, Don just said that was the first game Julius missed. He doesn't miss games. Brunson plays all the time, and a lot of people knock Thibodeau. He doesn't take players out of the game until there are two minutes left and they're up by twenty. He doesn't. He believes you're a short run away from losing it. He's just panicky that way. And he, he wants his players to play all the time. There's not such nonsense as load management. Now, they do have a young team, so that helps them. But to prove that that's not an issue, a lot of people think, well, he's going to burn his players out. Thibodeau's teams in the second half of the season, in his career, I think they he has a winning percentage of 60%. So they don't get tired. They don't play worse. I mean, you risk an injury. But the bottom line is they play better. That's why the fact that they're doing this now, when Thibodeau has always been a second-half coach, the cohesion becomes tighter, the team becomes better. Imagine being better than this. How could you be better than a month of either 13-2 and two or 14-2? and two? You can't be much better than that. Now, there might be one piece missing, and that piece might be in Brooklyn. I'm going to throw this to Don and Peter and also, also to our listeners. The Villanova connection has worked very, very well for the Knicks. <clears throat> I mean, really well. So, on the bench, a big uh, part of what they do in practice, um, Archie Diacomo. Then you have DiVincenzo. You have Hart. And then, of course, you have Brunson. All Villanova kids. 
Mikel Bridges is across the way. If you're the Nets, would you make a trade with the Knicks? And would you give up, if you're the Knicks, would you give the Nets four first-round draft picks for Bridges? Hmm. With the Nets, I can't. Can you see them making a move? I mean, they have to decide what they want to be, though. But they don't get ratings on TV. They don't get ratings on radio. Um, they have not played well. Now, maybe they say, hey, listen, if we can keep Ben Simmons healthy, you can see yesterday they're a different team with Ben Simmons. Right, and, and with, with Simmons being out, and he almost had a triple-double last night, they would be in the play-in. So if right Sim- now they're a 10th. Right, so if, if Simmons, they probably see value in trying to see this through and trying to get in. And by the way, uh, Jacob looked it up, or Anthony, uh, the Knicks and Nets haven't made a trade since 1983. And do we know wow. who that was? <laughs> no. Well, who would have been 83? But so, you know, you're, you're talking over 40 years, Michael. So I, I don't if – the, if the Nets were miserably out of it, but as long as they have a chance to make the play in with Simmons coming back healthy. Now, if Simmons gets hurt again, they drop out of the play in, then maybe I guess there could be a scenario. Now, let's just say they wanted to. Would you, would you give up that much? It was Len Elmore, by the way. Okay. Wow, I love Len Elmore. Would I do that? Four's a lot, and I think it might even take more than four, because remember, uh, the Timberwolves gave up four first-round draft picks for Gobert. So, Mikel Bridges is a really good player. Now, he had a great night last night because Ben Simmons was in the game. How good would he be playing with his Villanova teammates? I don't know if I'd give up four. I think about it, though, because once you pull the trigger, Peter, on giving up the four, then that's your big move. Then you're not getting Devin Booker. I don't think you will anyway. You're not getting any of those big names because you've used up all your draft capital. Well, what what would you be sacrificing? What deal would you now not be able to make? Well, maybe Embiid shakes loose. Maybe. There's a bunch of maybes and you're not sure. But right now you have something tangible and a really good team that if, if getting better means now maybe competing for a championship this year. And it's a young team, Michael. They're not an old team by any stretch. So, oh. you know, those those first-round picks are not going to be high picks. You figure the Knicks are going to be a good team now for the foreseeable future. So you're probably talking about, you know, mid-20s picks probably moving forward. So you're not going to sacrifice something that would be a top-five pick. I, if you think you can make yourself a, a legitimate title contender for the next couple of years off of what might be an engaging and big-time deal that you might be able to make, but not sure, I think I'd go for it if you think I mean, that's going to get you over the top. At some point, using these this draft capital, it has to happen, right? Isn't that yes, the purpose it has of it? to happen either this year, and if it doesn't happen this year, then they're, they're just going to pick up the option on Fournier. The guy right. never plays, but they need that salary slot. So you have the draft picks and Fournier's contract. That's how you make a big deal. I mean, you're sitting on all these picks for a reason. Right. You're now right here at the doorstep. You got to try. You got to swing at some point here. You know, we'll ask uh, Frank Isola. Obviously, he's embedded with the Nets and knows the Knicks I, as well as anybody, and we'll see what he would do. I call him Ice Francola. Now, we've had this conversation a million times with the Mets and Yankees. Like, why wouldn't you make a deal if you think you can get better? But you know why you wouldn't? Because if one of the team gets burned, it's right there right. in your face. Every day. I, I, I get it, but is it really in your face? It is. I, I don't think there's much of a rivalry here. You know, where I, I I guess there's a chance that the Nets use those four picks and build a dynasty, but like I mentioned, they're not gonna be high draft picks. No, I don't think I don't think the Knicks would regret it. But if, if, if Mikel Bridges is the last piece for the Knicks, okay. the Nets would regret it. Well, the Knicks are already dominating the town. That's not going to change. They're already getting all the print. You just mentioned all the reasons why the Nets should make the deal. They're not getting any ratings on yes. I mean, they do sell out the building, but I think that kind of represents the fan base. They go to the games, but they've been largely irrelevant in this town since the Big Three and before the Big Three. And now you need to go the picks to start moving in the right direction. I think if I'm the Nets, I don't worry about the Knicks. I just worry about trying to get better and trying to build on something here. You know, the Knicks already own the town. They already have made you irrelevant. So now I just want to try to find somebody that could take bridges and that I can build. And if the Knicks are the only team that's willing to do that, Michael, to say no just because you might help them win a championship, to me, is not forward thinking. It's paranoia thinking. Really, how much would it change, Michael? Can, can the Knicks be any bigger than the Nets right now? 
So you think if they win a championship, right, but but you're I know so what you're, saying, you're, you're so far behind. I mean, you're on the second floor and they're on the hundred and third. Does it matter if they all of a sudden get to the hundred and twentieth? I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the Nets. I'm trying to respect the fact that if you can build and you can get better, you're, you're going to have yeah. the 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 uh, the popularity contest and the PR hit stop you from trying to become a good franchise again. Well, well from what I'm hearing, the Nets dream in this scenario. Is they think they're going to get Donovan Mitchell? Because you know Alan Hahn was on with us a, a week ago, and he said Donovan Mitchell really doesn't fit on the Nick team anymore. Right. So if they get Donovan Mitchell and pair him up with Mikel Bridges, they become a different team. So that's probably what they're betting on that they're going to get a big player too. Hey, it's game time. Brought to you by Telemore Do Irish Whiskey. Talking about the Knicks. They're back in action at home tonight, taking on the Jazz. Coverage starts at 7, right here on 98.7. That's game time. Brought to you by Telemore Do Irish Whiskey. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Telemore Do, the original triple distilled, triple blended, triple cask matured Irish Whiskey. Be sure to grab a Telemore Do or try the brand new Telemore Do Honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Telemore Do responsibly. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. If you're if you're not watching on yes, all I could tell you is is that Peter looks just delightful. Oh. I mean, almost to a DPHO yummy level. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. No chance. Just a little no. a little gray suit and you know, that you look good. Turtleneck. Black, black turtleneck. Uh, yummy doesn't uh not how you would describe mind. it. I, I, Michael, this is one of your best suits you've worn in a while. Thank you. Thank you. And from this distance, strike. I'm sure it's a pocket square, but from this distance, it looks like you're wearing the old CBS patch on your jacket. No, no, no. I've never, it's one of the networks I haven't worked for. That's a shame. Yeah. Well, it's, their, it's their problem. I don't know if um, you're too young, Peter. Probably. But the most coveted thing that Don LaGreca ever wanted mm-hmm. was a CBS sports baseball cap. Like, that was the thing, right, Michael? Like, back in yeah. the 80s, that was like the I got thing. one in my house. You want it? it uh, listen, I want to take yours. If you can find, I'd like to get my own. But that was just awesome. For some reason, it Wh- just really jumped out. Why did that? I don't know, because other era, networks didn't have them. Which, and, and, which era? Because I see every era on eBay. Is I would this, this, it's this, blue. It's, it's, a, it's a yellow rectangle. Yellow patch? Yeah. I have it. Yeah. Yeah. This $19. You want it? Yes. Look, is this it? Let me see. There it is. Oh, that's cool. Look how the the one on the left there. That's, that's you, oh, you want the one on the far left? This is without the box. Yeah, without there's, the box. There's one that has a box. And there's one that has that's, no box. That's absolutely gorgeous. How Do much they have is yours? that? Fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. Well, listen, I didn't investigate, but I, that was a hat that I really wanted. You would you buy it for him, Peter? Or are you just saying you'll do it? And he has to give you the money. Well, if I was going to buy it, I wouldn't have him pay me back for it. Yeah, because Michael, that's just we alternate the coffee. That that our coffee's more expensive than that. True. Yeah, one day of coffee. It's the final week of Superbox Bonanza 5 and your last chance to get your box for the big game. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Listen mornings to DPH and Rothenberg and afternoons to Barton Hahn and the Michael K. Show. This year's big game payouts are $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Telemore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. All right, we're going to come back. Take your phone calls. Excited about the Knicks. Excited about the Knicks. On 1-800-919-3776. That's the number. But first, Peter has some things to tell you as he's dressed so beautifully. All right, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday, it's all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks. You know me, I'm a big nacho guy. Big wing guy. And then, of course, throwing down, placing some super bets. All right. Now, for me, I'm leaning Chiefs early. Probably would like to throw in some fun props regarding Patrick Mahomes, maybe a Kelsey touchdown, but maybe you see it the other way. Maybe you want to bet um, Debo Samuel to put up yards or Brock Purdy to throw an interception. It's all there for you with FanDuel, all right? You could bet who's going to win and so many other different props. New customers join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Peter to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel and official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and physically present in New York for a $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues, non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. For all the gambling problem, call 8 7 open y or text open y at 467 369
10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. According to basketball reference, the Knicks and the Nets have made only four trades in their existence. The first one was 1978. Phil Jackson and a first rounder, which later became Winford Boynes to the Nets for 1978 first round pick, which later became Michael Ray Richardson, a 1979 first round pick, which became Vinnie Johnson. Good trade. 1981, Mike Woodson to the Nets for Mike Newland. 1982, third round pick, later became Bruce Kaczynski to the Nets for Ed Sherrod. And in 1983, a second round pick, which later became, you you know this guy, Peter, Tom Sluby to the Nets for Len Elmore. Love Sluby. I think his nickname was Hang On. Hang On Sluby. <laughs> yeah, Sluby Hang On. That, yeah, that's not... got it. Yeah, I got it. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to the phones. Let's see what you think. 1-800-919-3776. Jimmy in Connecticut, start it off. What's going on, guys? So listen. Hey, Jim. I think you. I think you hit on uh, you hit on it a little while ago. Is that I think Nick fans are broken, and I think maybe a lot of them look at this team and say that they're still probably a piece away from being a championship team. And I could see that angle, but this is the thing. It, in my opinion, it's time to start dreaming bigger, being willing to. I know they'll probably have to upset somebody, but beyond this year, even like you said, this core is still young enough. They could have a couple of cracks. I don't believe I'm with you, Michael. I don't believe in playing with house money. But I think this core is young enough that if they stay together, they could have a couple of cracks at getting this thing done. And look, to all those Knicks fans out there that are feeling broken or feeling like they can't fall in love with this team, just think about how you felt 15, 20 years ago when night in and night out the team was down by 30 at halftime most most nights of the season. Management was incompetent. We were going after has-beens. And just, you're not going to be good for, uh, forever either. So I just think it's important to hang on to the good as a, as a fan. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah, Let's hope I hope we can get something done. I like the way you're thinking, and I think the Knicks are like they've been a team. Nick fans have been in a bad relationship for a long time. They've been hurt over and over and over again. They don't want to get hurt anymore. But this is the one to invest yourself in. You know, when, when Julius Randle went down on Saturday, I started to think, wow, we can't have nice things. Right. But... It, you know they got good news. It's it's only going to be a couple of weeks, not the rest of the year. So this this is a team that's likable too. It's not but, a bunch of jerks. But you know what's so interesting, Michael, and maybe because we've been doing this too long. No, not too long. There's so but, many more years to come. No, but I, I'm just, I'm just saying that we've been down this road many times before, and, and we had this conversation not long ago. Remember, Peter, we said that the Nick fan in New York might be the most optimistic of all the sports franchises in New York. Mm-hmm. 
because, you know, they, they, let's put Jeremy Lin in the Hall of Fame. And I remember taking calls in 2012, 2013, that 54-win team. Oh, we're going to win the championship because we beat the Heat three out of four times. And it was delusional and it didn't make any sense. But I just love the fact that the fans were so positive. Now they actually have a team to be positive about. And I'm not sensing the positivity. So is it is it too real for them, Michael? Like, is it easy to attach yourself to a star? You know it's not going to go anywhere, so you're just hoping your positivity will get them over the finish line to where now it's actually realistic. Now you're afraid to do it because now you'll really be disappointed. You don't want to hurt again. Well, yeah, you don't want to get hurt. I think in the past when they, you know, the bing bong and all that, you know, they, they were, that was Fugazi. It just was. They knew it. They knew they were just, you know, hoping for a miracle. This is not a miracle now. This would not be yeah, a miracle. It's... This is real. This is something you can reach out and touch. I'm not saying they're going to the NBA Finals this no. year. I'm not. But they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They can. But I, I guess... You remember when they beat the Hawks in that one one game? They didn't even win the series. One game, they took to the streets. They started started chanting, "We want the Nets." We the want Cavs. The, you mean? Uh, no, when they beat the the uh, yeah, the uh, the Hawks. Oh, when the they, Hawks. When oh, okay. they beat yeah. the Hawks in that first game, you know, we want the Nets and all that. And that was a couple of years ago. Like I guess they felt we we're not really going to beat the Nets, but let's chant that. Let's get excited about it because I'm not going to get hurt if it doesn't happen. Now, if you do it and it doesn't happen, you're going to feel it, but. And this is coming from Don LaGreca, the fan that has been in situations like this before with teams. This is where you really should start to feel good. Don't be afraid to love again. Don't Remember be afraid. Remember the song? I wish Joey had the song to give it to us. No, no, no. Is that somewhere, Anthony? Don. I could sing it right now if you'd like to know. Yeah, because, yeah. We have it. We have you, it. You'd have, to, you'd have to fake the flute, but no, 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 that made the song. Here we go. I got it. You got right it. Here. here we go. All right, let's hear it. Do not be, be afraid, afraid to love, love again. again. Don't look stand by your team. Flute. You must commit, Don. You call yourself a fan. Stop acting like a Stop singing, Michael. You're on the scene. That last lyric didn't age well. Flute. I was on pitch. Don't tell me to stop singing. No, Michael, you're on that was a nice moment that was ruined yeah. by your over-exuberance. I hated what you did. But whatever. But I, lo- I love you. But in order to be the, the, the part of the reason that winning feels so good is because losing stinks. So you got to put yourself out there. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and it'll sting, it'll bother you. But if it ever did work out, man, kidding me? it would be so much fun. And, it, and the Knicks are due. And I'm telling you, I would not be saying this if it was a few years ago. But tell me I'm wrong, guys. You follow the NBA every day. Is there one true team? Where, is the, where are the Miami Heat with LeBron? Where are the Cavs with LeBron? Where is that monster team? I think the two best team? teams are the Nuggets and the Celtics. All right. So that's two teams. One of them in your conference. So you're, you're not willing to dance to the conference final of best of seven with the Boston Celtics, and you're going to sit here and tell me right now on January 30th, that they'd have zero chance? I wouldn't give them a great chance. I wouldn't pick them. But are you going to tell me you have zero chance? Now, Peter, you probably could speak to this better than all of us. You don't know. Because there was a relationship that ended that you actually put yourself in a shallow grave. What was it like after the shallow grave? Was it tough to get back on the saddle? That's a great point. Did you see him on his wedding day? That's the point. Yeah, did you see me? You saw the full... Yeah, by the way, I was... That was my first shallow grave. The second, the next, the divorce was a, was a deep grave. And, right. it, was yeah. deep, it was deeper than the shallow grave? Uh, yo, wow. Yeah, and then I stood on top of the mountaintop like a king right. every day. I, matter of fact, I don't, show me one picture. Show me any evidence that Peter's feet were touching the ground at all during that wedding. No, I think you were looking at tippy toes. So you were floating. I was floating. Today, literally, my wife dropped me off at work. I, as I'm walking, I go, God, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I picked up the coffee. I got I grabbed her a coffee. I grabbed Don a coffee. Grabbed myself a coffee. And she yelled, I love you, out the oh. window as I walked away. And I went, I'm the winner. I you just didn't did say it. back, you animal? Of course I did. Come okay. on. But, but I, I, I'm like, I the won answer the to that is not, I'm the winner. No, in my, it was in his head. In my head, I go, oh, yeah. it doesn't it's get better than constant this. dialogue up there. Yeah, come on. And and as far as the shallow grave, I, I would think the divorce was like Kill Bill, right? There was You had to dig through dirt. Yeah, no, it was more People like Shawshank. It was Shawshank. Crawling through the jail, you know right. what I mean. But I did it. That's Let's go to Joe in Yorktown. Hey Joe. Hi. Hey Joe. Hi, hey Don. fellas, how you doing today? Great. What's up? 
So um, going back to the Mikhail Bridges trade, I think he's a great player, but four firsts for him in the direction that we're going and the, the play, the level of play that we're at right now, you know, like Brunson's got more 30-point-plus 30, 30 games this season than the team has losses, you know? And to give up four firsts for Mikhail Bridges, yeah, the chemistry might be great, but, you know, to – to veer off path for that, I don't think is really ideal. Well, but but the question, Joe, is: Are you veering off path, or is that right along the type of player that you've been acquiring? And, and to say that four first round draft picks is outrageous. Last year, the Nets turned down four first round draft picks from the Memphis Grizzlies for for Mikal Bridges. That was last year. So, I mean, if they ever did trade him, that's what he's going to command. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of the capital. How many do they have total? They have seven over a number of years, something like that. All right, like so they still have a lot to move. But let's go to a Manny in Berkeley. Manny. Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, before I make my Nick point, um, my five-year-old son would love to say hi to Michael K. He calls every single broadcaster Michael K. Um, I love but, it. And I, told, I, promised, I promised him that I would get him through and say one hello. So What's you his guys name? allow that. His name is Nile, N Y L E. It sounds like a great guy. Yeah, no? Okay. Hi. Hi, yeah, Nile. How you doing? Hi, Mike. Okay. You like the Yankees? Mm. Yeah. Who's your favorite Yankee? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not there yet, Michael. Yeah, you, you, know, you went too far. You've gone too you, far. Come on, Michael. Like you don't have kids. Come on. That, that, that was too far. But yeah, he, he just wanted to say <laughs> hi to Michael. You've gone too far. Right. Um, but, but yeah, um, uh, with regards to the Knicks, um, I, I think we have a superstar, guys. Um, and, and and I told the screener that you know Villanova, get more Villanova guys. Why not? Let's let's buck the trend with um, with going with with superstars and, and guys that can play. Uh, you know, Jalen is a great is a great dude. I mean, the Villanova kids are great. Let's bring them all together. And, and you mentioned Bridges from Brooklyn. Let's go get him. Why not? I'm all in. Um, I love rooting for the team. Even my son. My son's all into Brunson now. So he's a superstar. Um, and that's all. Just wanted to say hello and, and thank you for taking the call. Tell Nile to thank keep you. watching. I appreciate it. You know, one thing that it, it, it serves to, to remember when you're making draft picks, why Villanova guys are so good? Because they're not one-and-done guys. Yep. They actually stay in school, and they're lear- they learn from uh, one of the great college coaches and Jay Wright. They learned a system. They learned to share. They learned how to play the game the right way. One and done guys, they're learning in the NBA. And sometimes they're crushed by the learning curve. Villanova guys, they're they're NBA ready. So there's not that much of a learning curve. So there's something to be said, picking guys that stay in school long. But the the great ones don't stay in school long. I don't blame them. You know, start making your money. Let's go to JJ in North Carolina. Always an interesting call. Always. JJ. Uh, if I hear one more person refer to the great Anthony Pusick as the screener, yeah, or the guy, that was a bad job. I mean, I, I think they may uh, think that he's like above screening, so they just assume it's not him. That, that's my is. assumption. Um, before I get to the my next point, um, I wanted to uh, bring up uh, for the next year's um, potential uh, punishment. It's too late to do now, but. Uh, since Don is kind of, I'm not saying you're going to lose Don, but since you're a little masochistic and we need to kind of, uh, get this, these punishments up and have some real punishment, Peter, if you can get one of your wrestling buddies, maybe a Mark Henry, a Roman Reigns friend of the show, mm-hmm. and maybe give, you know, set up a table, Buffalo Bill style, world's strongest slam, spear through the table. I mean, you don't have to go too crazy, you know, take it easy. We got some... Older gentleman here, I but it. I think it would be a good. I think it would be a great, great show. Maybe maybe the, the more bad, realistic, like the more realistic one would be a few chops, like mm. a shirt off chop. Mm, I'm, for that, I'm all for that. I'd be honored. All right. Mark Henry, um, world's strongest man. See, see but JJ, busted here, open, right, right to your chest. <laughs> You're playing right into Don's fantasies. This not, wouldn't see, be a loss no, for him. First of all, why do you have to turn it into some kind of dirty little thing? How about just the fact that people would actually be engaged and be interested in our bets? When I come out on the air with the Pusick, yeah. people will be engaged. I, I got to tell you what, it's not happening. You know how you know how Don feels. He's now said it's never going to happen. You don't oh. think people would be interested in seeing us get chopped? Chopped? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but but you like being physically I know, hurt. I, no, I don't. 
I don't enjoy it. But what I do enjoy is good radio. And All I'm right, willing to so make sacrifices. Peter loves good radio. Fo- follow me, Peter, if you will. Okay? I'm here. Yeah, we sure. were at the Beach Bash. Right. Don lost uh, the bet. Yeah, I remember it. And the guy threw a tennis ball at him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't enough. Wasn't he enough. had the guy move closer to him, right, mm-hmm. to throw it harder. So you can feel Tell it. me, he doesn't enjoy. And they're being still hurt. talking about it, right? So if he threw from the fifty yards away and I didn't feel it, nobody would be talking about it. I had to get right up a guy, this the the weak armed guy. That's uh, I, I wish I remembered his name because he's a cousin of, of Jimmy Stark. And 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 if you, you feel the pain, then it's something that the audience is going to enjoy. No, and have but fun. you enjoy the pain. No, I, I enjoy good radio. And I'm willing to be, experience pain for it. Guys, That's, we couldn't do Dunk Tank. Mark Henry chopping Don in half is listen, not happening. I'll do You're what not I do. About it. How about I do what I do? All right? Nobody can tell me what I can and can't do. Now, the Dunk Tank, listen, they had authority because it was at a place that wouldn't allow it. But if, if Mark Henry came into my home and chopped me, are they going to stop it? So you essentially welched on the bet last year. No, I didn't. It was known before the whole thing. But 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 you did not pay off your side of the bet. You were supposed to be in the dunk tank. So anything that we do, like you want us to like really go out there and do something outrageous, right, yeah. there's no way the company will allow it. No, the company cannot stop what I do in my free time. Chopped. Now Peter, the dunk excuse tank, me they, for being a rube. What what does chopped mean? What does that what does that entail? Uh, a chop uh, is a move in professional wrestling. Right. Made famous by the nature boy rick flair but okay, done by many right right and actually every chop you see in, in wrestling is usually followed by a rick flair woo but what is the chop exactly? it is it is to uh have a your opponent standing across from you measure them up right and take your hand and open-handed backhand slap with all five fingers as hard as you can right, right to the center of the chest. The reason uh, the great Bret Hart has no respect for the chop and has no use for the chop is because of exactly why it's a good punishment. As they say in wrestling, it's it's not a worked punch. It is completely real. There, you can't fake a chop. It is literally just taking an open hand and slapping the hell out of someone. The only thing that you can do to make it better is the wrestler knows where to do it to ideally not injure you. But the point is, it looks and sounds painful right. and often has a huge red handprint welt right. that See, follows. Don, like, if this happened next year... You- 57 at that point. He could so, die. Your heart could stop with a blow to your right. chest. That's a concern. Now listen, people have died for less nobler things. <laughs> I would say, Peter, that if you got chopped like that, you'd probably need some help. Are you suggesting better help? Yeah. Well, this message is brought to you by BetterHelp. A common misconception, guys, about relationships is that good ones are always easy. But sometimes the best relationships have conflict that could be relationships uh romantic relationships friendships that could be our own relationship with ourself work is necessary okay always even in my current new marriage constantly working to make it better and sometimes you just need to work on things with a professional so if you've been thinking about going to therapy and trying to work on your relationships maybe you'll consider better help it's entirely online it's designed to be convenient it's flexible and it's suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime at no additional charge become your own soulmate whether you're looking for one or not visit betterhelp.com slash peter today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp.com slash peter Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Giving away a super box in a couple of minutes. Um, so when I'm in the car between noon and three, there's only one thing to do, and that's listen to Barton Hahn. Yes. So yesterday, I got a lot of grief, both on social media and on, on the air, what? because I said that, you know, Brock Purdy is 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 a, a good quarterback, but not a physically um, dominating sort of quarterback. Okay. And I, I, I did say he was a good quarterback and a real good quarterback for that system. Bart Scott, I mean, annihilates him. He said he's a good quarterback because he makes nine hundred thousand dollars a year. He said, but when his contract's up and they got to pay him forty million, they're going to pass. He is not a big Brock Purdy fan. He said that that catch that Ayuk made off the helmet. He said he had to put everything into it just to get it that far. He is that's a guy who's not a Purdy fan. I'm not saying I don't I dislike Purdy. I'm just saying. I don't see Lamar Jackson's skills or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burr. I don't see that. But, boy, you've got to listen to Bart because Bart is not high on Purdy. Now, he doesn't have a strong arm, but here's where I would counter with Bart. If they win a Super Bowl, they're going to have to pay him. I'm sorry. You think they're going to part ways with Brock Purdy? If if they win a Super Bowl with him, that does well, seem still tough a couple to years me. away. Yeah, but uh, still, I mean, he would have to completely fall off the cliff, and I don't think that's going to happen. He also threw thirty one touchdown passes and over four thousand yards in his second year, coming off a of Tommy John surgery. So, is it possible he can get better and the, the arm strength can get better? Sure. Will he ever be among the elite quarterbacks? No, but they're they're not going to part ways with a guy that's been this productive for them. There's just no way. It becomes a different story though when you got to pay. I mean, because if he wins the Super Bowl, Don, and he, you know, he's going to want to be paid more than Daniel Jones. All right, fine, but uh, you've already allotted, I would think, for eventually having to pay a quarterback. Everybody's got to pay the piper. Seahawks had to do it with Russell Wilson. Uh, the, the Ravens had to do it with uh, Joe Flacco. You just have to do it. Now, I agree with you that it does end up uh, coming to roost because then other guys that are just as important end up leaving because you can't pay them. But what team wins a Super Bowl and then doesn't pay their quarterback? And then you got to go look for another quarterback? And how long is that going to take to find? Unless there's just a level of conceit with that coaching staff that they can take anybody. And just, they'll just keep recycling young quarterbacks and not never having to pay them. I guess that could be something you could do. There, There's certainly an advantage to having a quarterback on a low contract. Of course. And that's why the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams because they get to reset the clock. Because they're going to they're right. gonna pay Justin Fields in a year. So if they trade Justin Fields, they start all over again with a five-year clock with Caleb but Williams. They, but they'll have two years before they have to make that decision with Purdy, right? Yes. You know, because he's not. There's no fifth-year option for him. You right. know, so they've got. So in that span of time, they're not going to be paying McCaffrey what they're paying him. Listen, that's a smart organization. Lynch will figure things out. They're not going to let Purdy walk. Uh, again, unless he just completely takes a nosedive over that time. But if they continue to go to the playoffs, playing in championship games and Super Bowls. Uh, and also, all right, maybe it doesn't have a strong arm, but if you're if you're winning Super Bowls, Michael, maybe there's certain other intangibles that he has that you're going to have to start giving him credit for. Let's go to Dave in the car. Dave? Hi, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave. Yo, yo, Dave. Well, I'm glad he's not there because if I uh, if, if the slug had anything to do with his well, phone call. Uh, I mean, really, he, he said... You guys are going overboard. Bruns is not better than Ewing. When was that ever uttered? Best I said he, he might be better than Carmelo. No, Ewing is the best Nick yeah, of all time in the likelihood. Yeah, but it, but who's been better since? Honestly. The only really, one you can come up with is Carmelo. Did anybody ever say Ewing? No, we said since Ewing, but right. people don't listen, Michael. What are you going to do? And he couldn't, even, he couldn't even be on the phone, so there's probably limitations there. <laughs> Sonny, by the way, Peter, when we went to break, did you see Yes actually played him getting hit with the... the oh, yeah, ball? yeah, I, I did, did appreciate that. Did you see the that. absolute ecstasy on his face when what he got the, hit? The, oh is that God. what you saw? I, I, yeah, I let's, did let's see that. Let's break it down like film. What was ecstasy? You know what it was? I'd like to see it is again. Is that, thank God, now, finally, somebody cares about good radio. It's a visual. How is it good radio? Well, you know, television's part of the radio. <laughs> 
You got an answer for everything. Sonny in Little Falls. Sonny. Fellas, hope everyone's doing well today. Just a huge Niners fan calling in. A uh, little bit of quick update on how the, the season went for us. Our best receiver is Ayuk. Jennings has been a great third uh, receiver, but Debo is just not that good in terms of catching all the time. He's a great player all around. Our tight ends are really strong across the board. That's a really thing, really good thing we have in terms of blocking. Well, what do you think of Purdy? Purdy, that's my guy. So I would say his value is definitely associated with how much he's paid because if he was paid $20, $30, $40 million, the 49ers, my squad, would not be nearly as good. Um, I think he should be – he makes a million next year. I think he'll make somewhere around $100, $120 million over four or five years, maybe like a Kirk Cousins type of contract. And I think that's fine. I'm so happy that Don is talking about the fact that he's still young. He's still going to grow. I understand that we look at everything on a what are you doing for me now level, but man, for such a young player, maybe he's not a great thrower, maybe he's not a great um, runner, but I'll tell you something. He can process much better than, for example, Lamar Jackson can, but the issue with Purdy is he gets a little nervous. So my main thing will be with Purdy is he can process the, the plays really well. That is so important in this league. If he can't improve, though, he'll never win. Have a great day, fellas. Well, I mean, nice. improve. I mean, he's, he's, he's 60 minutes away from being Super Bowl champion. I mean, he, the, the one thing that he needs to improve, he, he's not going to get a rocket arm. He, he goes through his progressions beautifully. He actually runs better than you think. Picks up really important yardage. Well, I don't want this to be a bashing Brock Purdy a week, but I just don't think he's in the same level as the great quarterbacks. Now, That's all. they're in the Super Bowl. And let's say they lose the Super Bowl, which many people believe they're going to. Well, then you're in the same position you were with Garoppolo. Yep. Shanahan got rid of Garoppolo because he didn't think he can get any farther with him. We'll see what happens with Purdy. Maybe maybe you're in the same position the Rams were with Goff. Maybe you're in that same situation. Maybe he'll say, listen, this is a good quarterback, but when it comes time time to pay him, if they don't win and they're still very good, it might might go the same way. We've seen this organization has no problem cutting bait. They did it with Trey Lance. They did it with Garoppolo, and they'll probably do it with him if they don't think they can win. I don't know if you realize this, Tom, but it's the final week of Superbox. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, each sense. qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. What? Be caller number, hmm, is it Nice Michael or Bad Michael? What are you feeling, Don? Nice Michael or no, Bad Michael? No, Nice Michael, because I, I enjoy Anthony's company. Be caller number 11 right now oh. at 888-987-ESPN. That's for Brett Gardner to select a box Messier. for the big game Stop with a chance Still to win. Sims. $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew, Irish Whiskey, and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. I've got a very tough, tough question for Peter when we get back. But first, Don's going to tell us about bath water. <laughs> Don LaGreca here to tell you about my friends at Bath Fitter. Oh. My mom's bath and did an all. Was I not on? That's a shame. Don LeGrec here to tell you about my friends at Bath Fitter. Pretend it didn't happen. They remodeled my mom's bath, did an awesome job. The process was easy. One expert installer, even with the customization she needed for a cast iron tub. It was done in one day with no demo or mess. It's a beautiful, high-quality, permanent solution. Bath Fitter provides a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers like my mom. For a limited time, get 0% interest and save $500 on a complete Bath Fitter system. So start designing your bath today at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one Bath Fitter. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.